One of my co-workers asked me something really interesting on Tuesday. He asked me what my final destination was. I was washing my Gatorade coolers at the school that I work at. I'm an athletic trainer during the daytime, right? As Clark Kent was a reporter. I was a, I'm an athletic trainer during the daytime, so I work in the sports, the athletics department. I run the sports medicine department. I do all the athletic care for the, again, the athletes, uh, the rehabilitation, rehabilitation, preventative care, um, emergency medical services, things like that. And he suggested that, you know, what I'm doing today must be a stepping stone for what comes next. And my immediate response was, this job pays the bills. I love what I do, but I, it's mostly to pay the bills and to fund my investments. Between doing this podcast, my e-commerce, uh, stock market trading, and, and more, I don't intend to be working much longer. Now, this is a far cry of a response from when I first got my degree. When I got my degree, I was uh, seeking passion. And now, it's just a paycheck. In this episode, we're talking about why college will become obsolete much sooner than we think and why the coronavirus may have shortened that timeline even further. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Now, I went to college for my passion, right? Medicine. I wanted to be a doctor, but I also didn't want to spend eight years of school. That I that I knew that much. Um, and doctors spend way, way, way much longer time in school than than just eight years. But I knew I loved medicine. My mom was a my mom is a nurse. Uh, many people in my family are nurses, so naturally I grew with that that fundamental care and desire to take care of people. But I also was a a passionate. And am a passionate athlete. I ran track and field. I did football. I played basketball recreationally. I did wrestling. I did a lot of things growing up. And I have a passion for sports. So I combine the two. Medicine and sports. Sports, medicine specialist. Right? I'm an athletic trainer. But today, those funds are just used to pay for my lifestyle and my investments. So some pros to going to college. Right. And I don't know what you went to college for or, you know, what your family members may have went to college for now in 2020. The pros of college are you just look better on paper. A lot of people that we get angry at today for making so much money, a lot of them didn't go to college or went to college for the second pro networking. They went to college and found either people or products, and then left and went to seek that venture and to experience and to apply their skills that they learned either through some kind of practicality or skills that they developed on their own time, not things they learned in college, right? They networked. 
and they learned some terminology, some theory, but they were so focused on practicality that they didn't finish college, right? So the pros of college have turned from guaranteeing a job and having a better and more minted resume to now just, okay, you're better on paper. You know more people where knowing people is very important and you understand the terminology and you understand the theory. But what companies are craving for today is practicality. Can you do in a real life environment what you went to study? Now, some of the cons of college, right, the costs Colleges have to recoup the losses from the shutdown. I mean, they lost not only enrollment, right, and interest in people coming to college, but they also lost sports for quite some time. And sports, at least at the D1 level, bring in such a large portion of revenue. So without any government assistance, which right now, uh, as we talked about in the prior episode, right now with no government assistance coming until after the election, that uh, price has got to fall somewhere, and more than likely it's going to fall on the students with increased enrollment fees, etc. Health, right? How quickly do really do people really want to go back to college without COVID being resolved? Now, more than likely we'll have a vaccine by the end of the year. They've been fast-tracking everything. Trump's been talking about it like crazy, and companies do have a lot of positive results. And on top of it, the death rate is... Though it's still very, very important and dear to people's hearts, it is relatively low. So I don't think people are as scared about the health, but there are definitely a lot of people who are concerned about health. And the effectiveness, right? We talk about the practicality of the theory, right? You can go to college and study economics, but do you really have a full and practical grasp of it, right? A majority of uh, professors in, that teach business, either at, from the community level to the um, to the MBA level, a, a lot of people who, a lot of professors who teach business have never owned or operated a successful business before, and, and that can go across the board, right? There are a lot of people who teach at these colleges based on theory, right? They essentially learned it, got a job, and now they're teaching what they're learned. They're teaching. From the experience of other people and research that they've read from people actually doing things and now they're teaching a class so i put that as a con right the practicality of the theory drug dealers have a better practical understanding of business than a lot of mba graduates right and i don't i don't want to put people's business out there because it's not for me to tell you go ahead and listen to their rap songs but uh, I did a prior episode about Jay-Z and his secret to success. But think about it. You've got Jay-Z. You've got 50 Cent. You've got so many, so many people who may have done some things in their past right, to get by right, financially and then came to a point where they were had money, they had a legitimate product, and they were able to flip their music just like they would flip some kind of... Uh, um, uh, thing that they would sell on the streets, right? Without getting too graphic. So you give somebody like Jay-Z who grew up on the streets doing what he had to do to survive, you put money in his hands, he's going to look at the game in the same way he was looking at the game on the streets, 
So again, this doesn't go for everybody. Not every drug dealer, you know, should get an MBA graduate degree. But there are a lot of people who have such practical skills from just doing things and have no idea about the theory, no idea about the terminology, but they can put together and run and design a profitable business better than a lot of MBA graduates. Now, another con. Internet money is becoming increasingly lucrative. Right. People, including myself, are becoming having much more access to the to the internet at a much younger age. So not only are people of older age also getting access to the internet, but younger kids are getting more and more um, aware of their ability to make money on the internet. You think about what Instagram has done for people, TikTok, and the most notorious of them, YouTube. I mean, there are, you know, gamers who maybe they don't even stream, but they post, they can post Minecraft content and get millions of views. And suddenly they're getting a paycheck from YouTube. So how do you tell a video game streamer who at 16 is making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year playing a video game? How do you then tell them to go to college, take that forty thousand and pay for a degree and then come out and that degree is now worth forty thousand dollars a year at a regular job? Why the hell would you trade forty thousand a year paying a video game or uploading funny YouTube videos or you know, uh, doing dances on TikTok and Instagram, why would you trade that for the same return with way more stress and doing things you don't like? Now, again, that's not the case for everybody, but it is something that is becoming increasingly mainstream. Children are more aware of other children making money without going to college. You're now having to convince those children that they need college. And you have to convince children of millennials who grew up in the age, right? People in their 20s, early 30s who grew up in the age where Internet was becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. How do you tell the children of those people that they have to go to college, right? That day and age is slowly starting to die down and be spoken about less and less around the dinner table. The TikTok and Robin Hood effect. So. This is something new I wanted to add into this particular episode because I thought it was super interesting in the last couple of months. Not only has TikTok blown up, not only has Robinhood blown up, but a lot of people who were first introduced to investing were introduced to Robinhood through TikTok. Now, this is something I've never seen before. Now, YouTube is a platform for, it's essentially a library, a storage of information where people go and look for information. Now we're seeing the crossover between stock market investing, which was, you know, typically an old man's game, right? And now it's being intertwined into entertainment. So people are making TikTok videos about their stock market investments. That is hitting a much younger and younger age to where I'm working, like I work with high school students every single day. And now and again, I'll, I'll, you know, just for the fun of it, because I do check my, I do check my uh, positions and my portfolio while I'm on the job. I'll ask them now and again if they know about stocks, and I'm hearing a lot more people, a lot more children saying, "Yes, I use Robinhood. Yes, I invest. Yes, I, I trade this." Blah blah blah. I'm hearing a lot more yeses, a lot more interest. Whereas even a year ago, 
right? They would look back at me in blank faces. That has changed the entire dynamic of what children, what uh, people who are supposed to be going off to college, it's changing the entire dynamic of what they believe is possible for them, that college is not the ultimate doorway into that possibility. Now, aside of all of this, I'm 100% going to have a fund set aside for my children to go to school. That's a no-brainer. My mother went to college. My father went to college. I went to college. I'm going to have that available for them because college, again, has a lot of pros. That networking is super, super important. What you know is important, but who you know is equally as important, especially today. Um, Looking better on paper is not so important, but the terminology and theory, but mostly the interaction with other people is very, very important for development. So I think college is definitely a very positive thing for any youth that's growing up, right? Getting to see the world and experience different people. But if my son or daughter uh, suddenly decide, hey, you know, dad, I know I really like this. Then now I'll tell them, hey, well, you have a college fund. You can take some of that and invest it into whatever it is that you decide you want to do. And if it's something that you decide you want to do to f- and forego college, we can find other ways to get you that networking experience that doesn't involve college. Because at the end of the day, if you find your passion and you don't need to be directed or funneled through college to find it, then if I can fund you, if I can fund that adventure for you, you know, you'll have all the money at your disposal. Right now, if one of my children decides they want to go to college and one decides they want to invest in, you know, do what daddy does, then, you know, to each his own, I will support either side of that argument. Right. But I want to hear your thoughts. I want you to either message me on Instagram or, you know, message me on Facebook. Let me know, what are your thoughts on college moving forward? Do you think coronavirus has changed college dynamic forever? Do you think maybe coronavirus isn't doing it, but maybe um, the availability of the internet is doing it? Maybe TikTok, the combination between TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, the streaming, um, the streaming age? Do you think that's doing it? What do you think? What are your thoughts on college moving forward? And maybe what is impacting the decision going forward for children and parents on whether they feel like the costs of college amount to the benefits that they get coming out of it. Hey, thank you so much for joining us on our adventure today. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also write us on Instagram or message the Facebook page at Market Adventures Podcast. I want you to go there right now and message me with the question or the comment on what are your thoughts on college moving forward you can even comment on the most recent instagram post and let me know what your thoughts are on college moving forward is it worth it now i want to thank you for helping us grow as a community by sharing this show it keeps it keeps the show ideas coming it keeps me very very happy and inspired to keep bringing you content like this and keep challenging you to challenge yourselves I'd love if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Music. And again, I've been your host, Alex Cunningham, and you've been listening to the Market Adventures Podcast. (music) 